man, I can't remember what the verse is, but like he's, he's just BSing. About... Is this is that what it sounds like? Like he's just like digging a hole in whatever direction it seems like the ground is soft. It was something about it's one of these verses that you would know if you heard it, but it was something about like um speaking wisdom in your from your mouth and it, uh, one of those ones that's really easy to to take out of context and like apply to whatever situation you want it to work for. And in the in the sermon, he's literally saying like, and so, you know, you're hearing these passages and you, maybe you don't know what to do, but you read these passages out loud and these wisdom, the wisdom proceeds from your mouth and then God redirects it back into your ear. So you're feeding yourself. You're actually feeding yourself with that wisdom and God is it, downloading the plan for your life into you at that time. So you know what to do. It's basically like when you're thirsty and you drink your own pee. <laughs> what a, that's like, that is, that's maybe the best analogy you've ever made. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Growing Up Christian. I'm Sam. I'm Casey. And I'm Jeremiah. And the boys are back. We're all together again. This is nice. Boys this is nice. are back in town. Well, Casey, you're back in a hotel room somewhere. You, yeah. But yeah, yeah, pretty close. I'm in, I'm in A-Town. Cowtown. You walked into a freshly linened hotel room. You're uh, working out of town. They got you a hotel room uh, while we were waiting. You were a little late to get this thing started for us. Uh, I I texted Jeremiah because he's like, I'm ready. And I was like, well, Casey has to jerk off immediately upon entering a new hotel room. So no, those are the rules. That's the first thing you do. Uh, and, you know, that's it. You can have an average, an average time that it would take you to finish. But. That's an indeterminate amount of time. Let's be real. You know what? Here's the thing. Um, because I, I feel that my routine takes discipline. And I'm of the opinion that without discipline, there is no freedom. I And that's a that's a me quote that Jocko Wilnick also says. And he, oh, he copied it you. Uh, you said it first. Very seldom does he quote me. It's yeah. very upsetting. <laughs> Con- control is freedom. That makes sense. Um, Casey, you know- I am curious. I don't know about Sam, but I know I don't stay in hotel rooms nearly as often as you do. Do you have an actual routine? Like, have you figured out how to make hotels less horrible? I never have minded hotels. I like staying in a hotel. I mean, it got old when I was traveling like three weeks out of the month because it's just Hampton Inn or whatever. But I guess I would go to the same style of hotel each time. Like I stayed at like Hampton Inn or Hilton Garden Inn, like whenever I traveled. And then, you know, like what the breakfast is going to be and the general yeah. like amenities that they have. I always have way higher hopes for continental breakfasts. And then I'm like, oh, dope, free breakfast. And then I go and then I actually don't eat breakfast because none of it is very good. So I just it's not a free breakfast if you don't eat it. So it's not really worth it for me most of the time. But I did notice that there's a, like I have figured out a. You know how there's like the stars on hotels? It's like, oh, this is a two-star stay or a four-star stay. Yeah. I, I've To me, it's a one-star stay if the room doesn't have a coffee maker. 
You oh, use no the what? coffee makers I've in hotels? I've never used the coffee maker in Yeah, I've literally room never done that. What? You never you never make coffee in a hotel room? Never. No, I don't trust that they've cleaned that thing it, well. Like, uh, you wouldn't rather go get coffee at, like, a coffee shop or something that's been done well? Yeah. Oh, no, you're a blue collar. You're a man of the See, earth. You're, like, full well, of you bring your own coffee, too, don't you? You bring your own coffee, I bet. Aside from, well, along with discipline, guys, I, I choose faith over fear. Okay. You guys are, so you're you guys are walking in fear. You could also choose to bring like just an electric water kettle and just a pour over and make it yourself. But I guess you haven't died yet, so it must be okay. I'm fit as I, a fiddle, despite I'm all my afraid. habits. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. It's crazy that you're still alive and with us. Um, I'm always uh, afraid because I'm a penny pincher, you know, Uh I don't make the big bucks like you guys do. So I go into hotel rooms and I go, if I use that, are they going to charge me for it? Like when you see that bottle of water, it's like, if you take this piece of paper off, it's going to cost you $4. Yeah. I, I think that that there's like hidden charges behind everything. I walk same. Oh, I'll never use anything in a hotel room. Like, yeah, I'll use I walk the, through the life. Like that I feel good about that. The fear the of being nickel and dimed. But anything that looks like it's a treat for me, absolutely not. They're not going to get me that way. Right. It's just, They're trying to pull a fast one on me. I'm going to get an extra $7 charge on my credit card. No, thanks. You drink out of the sink? I will. Uh, not drink out of it, but you know, you do the sink drink after you brush your teeth and stuff. I normally, when we travel, we go to like a, a Walmart or something and buy a couple gallons of drinkable water and we just like put them in the fridge at the hotel and take them with us everywhere we go in the car. So we always have nice cold water. That's that's nice. a good plan. <laughs> I will occasionally drink out of the sink if it doesn't taste like poison. Usually well, you're normally drinking like pennies. Yeah, you're you're drinking energy drinks. So I guess <laughs> your your concept yeah. of what tastes like poison <laughs> is probably a little different. You're because you're used to all of your beverages tasting like somebody dropped a battery in them. You can't even taste the copper <laughs> in the water. <laughs> He's also used to drinking like a, Midwest Midwest hotel water, so like it's already it's a low bar. <laughs> yeah, like there's not a there's no fake sugar in it. Like water tastes like nothing to me. It's just it's to me it's just heavy breathing. That's what it's supposed to <laughs> it's, taste like. It's nothing breathing. <laughs> you forgot that water is actually supposed to taste like nothing. Uh, okay, I I don't want to waste any time here, guys. I got a Facebook memory today uh, pop up. Uh, it was a note back in the Facebook, <laughs> back in the Facebook note days, uh, that Casey tagged me in 15 years ago, which it's cool. We've been, we've, we've been, uh, friends for, we've been taggable friends on Facebook for 15 years. So, uh, this is titled 25 things about KCG and this look, just, <laughs> I don't know what's in here, but I just, I know I'm going to want to kill myself. Like. Two two entrances in. Yeah. I want to preface this with I'll I'm gonna come to your aid. You don't express any ideas or opinions here that we didn't all share at the time. I'm not um, willing to sign on to that till I hear what he's okay. about to say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Did I have any advice for the blacks? You did. Oh you no. Did. <laughs> oh my god. We uh, <laughs> We, you, you do your best at solving racism, maybe by like uh, 
maybe the 20th thing. Uh, also, I think it's important to note, this was a popular thing to do, like on MySpace, and then it kind of bled over into Facebook. Yes. Everybody, everybody, depending on your age, it could have been your older siblings. It could have been your parents, which is a little scary to think about. Like, depending on who is listening to this, like everybody did these. So this is not one of those, like, pretend you're better than other people thing. We all have some cringy stuff out here. Sam's just lucky that he stumbled across a little vein of gold. Yes. Now, so I would have I, been I, like 21. Yeah. And I was just yep. sitting around thinking like, I wonder if people wonder about me. Yeah. Well, you were in a band and you knew people cared about you. You're like, well, I'm in a band. So naturally, everybody wants to know what the vocalist has to say about everything. Uh, you also have some strong words for the gays. So to our gay friends, we know, you know, Casey's comes. Heart now. And we've all we've all grown <laughs> since we were 20 years old at uh, Liberty University. Uh, where our gay friends were required to go to gay conversion therapy when they weren't, uh, when they were, had a soft out at some point, uh, at least enough for Dane Emmerich to know about it and want to ask them really pervy questions about what they've done with their penis in the past six hours. Uh, so 25 things about Casey. Here we go. Uh, number one, I'm an extrovert. I like to meet people and make friends, especially at shows and stuff. There's a heck of a lot of people out there that I met that or, that or in some similar, like, you didn't write that good. There's a heck of a lot of people on here that I met like that or in some similar way. LOL. You got to end everything with LOL or like pre-emoji equals right because you don't want to like, you don't want people to think you care too much. Like you're doing this just because people want you to, but like, I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, uh, that number one hurts because is... I think I still do that. Yeah, <laughs> you, you I are use an This punctuation. Uh, you don't remember names, Casey, but you never forget a face, which is actually we found out pretty normal for everybody. <laughs> uh, you suck at spelling, which is funny because you're really critical of uh, all my typos when I send you text messages now. <laughs> <laughs> It's because of the discipline and the hard work that I put into doing it correctly. Yeah, you, know, you put a I lot just, of hard it's work. It's disgusting to see that you don't you don't share that same sense of resolve. You know. Yeah, it it took a lot of work to make sure that you're. Um, <laughs> I I've spelled words wrong so much that like my predictive text just automatically assumes the wrong word. One of those I, I would have... be remember. It's Rember. My my phone thinks I only want to type Rember. I, I have I have a friend who has abused their Outlook spelling correct so much I had to help them install Grammarly because they couldn't rescue their Outlook one enough. They kept trying to correct the rules and stuff, and it just keeps giving up. It's like, look, this is how you've been saying things. I don't know what you want me to do. So they have to run two spell checkers, and they have to agree with each other. Like their sensors on an airplane to see which is the right way to write something. Just cross-reference of spell checks. That's rough. Uh, Casey, number four is you don't like conflict. I do oftentimes dodge it. I'm not really scared of it so much. I'd just rather everybody give a little to get over a problem rather than have people fighting it out just to get their stupid point across. Everybody ends up saying things they didn't mean, but in truth, it's just what they didn't want to say out loud. It's so much I mean, better when like, people just get over the little things instead of insisting on fighting about them. Well, I, I might like be Casey intimidated probably, by conflict a little. Yeah, I think Casey would probably still stand by that. That feels 
mostly correct. Yeah, I yeah. suppose. I, or, you would uh, it's something that, that I aspire to. I do get very upset about little things, though. I think I, I think I, uh, I got a little preachy with that one. You do. Uh, number five is you love fish, and you can't tell anyone why. But one day you woke up with a desire to have an aquarium, and by golly, you got yourself a really sweet fourteen-gallon nano reef tank with a white striped maroon clownfish, a coral beauty dwarf angelfish, a bicolor blenny, and a coral banded shrimp, an emerald crab, a scarlet hermit crab, two spiral top snails, and a condylactus anemone. Is this and like anybody who's into aquariums listening to that will be like, oh my god, that's way too much stuff in fourteen gallons. You're just killing those things. <laughs> did did you were you actually into aquariums or were you just trying to be pithy and like did you look up all that stuff? No, I had all that crap. Nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, did, I, I do all... like fish. I don't have one anymore. We we actually we do have one of those aquariums in the basement that we set up like over a year ago and we never have put fish in it it just it's just a strictly water and sand aquarium well it's funny you say that because your last sentence is uh that one day i'm going to design a huge tank of my own and i'll be happy as horse crap so it looks like you still can fulfill that dream with that tank in your basement something to look forward to i suppose number six you're so stoked to marry april you love her to death and can't wait for september and not just because I get to have sex, you dirty bird. Although that is part of it. LOLOL. Oh my oh. gosh, you wrote all of that out. That started out so sweet. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Well, April commented on this too, and she agreed with everything you said. So clearly she was uh, excited to get married. Look, we've already established April's judgment was in question a long time ago. So yeah. <laughs> You were really looking forward to moving and getting a job. You like it in Lynchburg, but you want to make a good living and build a career somewhere. You can't really do that in Lynchburg. So reasonable, reasonable. So big you boy moved to the Midwest, <laughs> the Mecca of America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2009 Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they were just Where houses were $3,000. Yeah. I was like, that was a good place to have a come up. Look, there were some perks to a massive recession where millions of people lost their jobs. Okay, you could buy a crack house for the change in your pockets. Yeah, but you missed yeah, a great. To... I missed a what? Oh, a great opportunity to buy a, a snake infested basement house. Yeah, yeah. To hit the aquarium analogy again, it's a little like hermit crabs up there. All the, all the the everybody had scuttled on, and there was just shells shells abounding. Well, number eight is that you like tattoos and piercings on other people, but it's not your thing. You can't think I of anything by you that. want yeah. on you forever, and you kind of just want to look professional. Hey, you look professional. Credit to you now. You've stuck by that. You still look professional. You have a, a real adult man's haircut, which I don't think me and Sam are always there, but you definitely nope. like, you look like you can rock this haircut for the next 25 years with zero problems, and it's going to be totally fine. Yeah. And that's a great place to be as a man. That's a perfect haircut. option. Even if your hair starts receding significantly, you can still do the same thing. So it's, it's really perfect. It's just low risk. You know, you're a low risk guy all around when it comes to your appearance. <laughs> yeah. All I right. just have limited, uh, limited things to work with. 
everyone's gonna have to buckle up for number nine because this is where shit gets offensive oh boy <laughs> okay i even considered just uh i considered dunking this bit just because uh this is going out into permanency uh but i'm gonna oh my read god is it that bad <laughs> line one gay people kind like, of freak me some... out casey oh sorry i didn't mean to interrupt it what'd you say gay people kind of freak me out i have more and more friends that are gay so i'm getting used to it but i'm still kind of awkward so be patient i guess it's because i think homosexuality is wrong sorry if that's up like that yes. upsets you but I believe the Bible is inerrant, and if you believe the Bible, then there's really no way around the whole deal. Because of that, I'm not going to vote in favor or support anything that condones homosexuality. However, we can still be friends, and I won't try to debate it or talk to you about it. Lucky Man, you. Like with mo- yeah, with most of this, Casey, you start out fine. You're always fine for the first sentence, and then you just kept writing. I know. Sentence I mean, one, nothing- gay people freak me out. Is He started out so good. I mean, it's not great, but I'm saying like, okay, for 2009 or something. All right. That's not like, it could be a lot worse. I, I, when you first said that, I was like, oh, I feel like that's for a 21 year old church kid in the late 2000s. That's not bad, but nope. Good on you, Casey. No. You kept and going. You oh yeah. I, I put awkward, the whole thing so in be patient. You asked people to be patient, almost like you were like, look, this is just a hangover from my past and I'm getting used to some new ideas. Uh, and yeah, then see, you just... felt that way. He just didn't keep have to like, I'm not going to vote for you. I'm not going to talk to you about it. You're my friend, but I would really like for it to be illegal for you to be the way that you are. <laughs> yeah, it's you still get the pleasure of being my friend if you obey my rules. You know, I mean, you are asking you... a lot of me. You can still come to the show. Like, I mean, you know, I'll still respect you. if Your you come money still works band. here. I I might sneak in some like references to Sodom, you know. Is that was because that I, your because song, you got to share the You had a song called Sodom Has Fallen, right? <laughs> the fall of kept, kept yelling at everybody. Oh, God, pack this room to the rafters. <laughs> pack them in, you Sodomites. <laughs> I think I remember something about that. You just jump into that Brie voice. <laughs> that is untrue. <laughs> thankfully that is untrue nobody uh put that in front of me i would have sang it <laughs> yeah well, it's just it's untrue just for convenience <laughs> number 10 is a bit of a palate cleanser we uh number 10 is just how much you like hunting and fishing and guns so well that's that's pretty much the new true. stand by that one palate cleanser 11 it pisses you off when people talk crap about jerry falwell i don't think the guy was jesus and i don't agree with everything he said but come on people he was an old man. Imagine if your grandpa had much had that much authority. Would he be better or worse? Give the guy a break. Like him or not, I mean, that wow. man had a love for people, and he did a lot more help a lot more to help others than most of us ever will. So shut up. LOL. Do you stand by so that? It's kind of fun at the end. <laughs> I I softened it with an LOL. I do remember uh, having that sentiment. I actually do too uh, a bit. I feel like. A lot of the things that people harked on Jerry Falwell for, it was like, were things that he had, like, I, he had changed about, you know, it's like back in the day he said this or did that. And you're like, yeah, that was fucked up. That was wrong. He did kind of own that and come to terms with it and try to do his best to resolve it. I think his theology was still trash. I've changed a lot since then, but 
I can have a little bit more grace for people changing their mind and evolving as a person simply because I don't, I mean, we're reading 25 things about Casey and pretty much any one of them related to system of belief has changed completely. So pretty much hobbies stayed the same. You have not evolved as a person when it comes to hobbies, but (laughs) Uh, here we go. You like Liberty a lot. And that uh, I think of, I think most of the people that don't have never gone to college anywhere else, go to Hillsdale college for a year and then tell me what you like better. So I love the false dichotomy there. If you go one place worse then this place is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Believe me, I've done the research. (laughs) Well, it was real to Casey. So it was real through Casey, you know, I, mm, amen. I I like that. that. Uh, I liked Liberty too, at the time. I, I, I mean, we've talked at length about how we truly enjoyed our time there and the people we met. A lot of our uh, our reoccurring guests have been Liberty alum. So this is, uh, that was a time and a thing we did, but we liked it for what it was at the time. We had a good time. And even this thing that we're shitty about it, that we didn't recognize as shitty then, but just like, I was just talking to a colleague about like the rules and stuff and how like you couldn't go on men and women had one or two days a year where they could like go onto each other's dorms for like 35 seconds, but the floor was lava and you had to keep the doors open. And (laughs) I, and then you had a curfew. I was like, I, I spent like once I got my license and my legal curfew was up, I think you had to be like a certain age or have your license for a certain amount of time. And I forget what it was, honestly, but at a certain point, like you didn't have to be back at your house by midnight, legally speaking. And I like my parents were just like, yep, you can drive. You're responsible. They you will just trust you to live your life and be a person. Uh, and then you go to Liberty and they're like, you need to be back in the hall by 10. And don't even think about putting a a Wilson volleyball in your bed and trying to fake a person there. Yep, that's true. Uh, all right, next one. You're kind of a jealous guy when it comes to your fiance. You trust her completely, huh. but you don't really trust other guys, Casey. Oh, some man. Deserve I feel it, like... And some oh. probably don't. But if you've ever mistreated her, I probably don't like you much. I should forgive, but I don't want to personal vice i guess oh you're a bat i like the bad lol it no no lols dude you're going oh no that one one was meant to sting yeah dude and you (laughs) all right and i i bet i bet you knew exactly who you were talking about when you wrote that too there's one guy you had in mind do you remember who you were talking about i think there is a couple one of them was in get off soldier Oh Christ! Because he liked. But was it Trey Falwell? Dating, no, it wasn't Trey Fall. It was this other oh, like man. big Frankenstein character that like <laughs> tried to like take her up the hill and park and like force her to make out with him, and which does suck. That's pretty assaulty. Yeah, you don't get to forgive that guy. And I you know won't. What? I stand by. I don't want to. I'm I, I'm Team Casey on number thirteen. I'm here for you. Raffle. What a what a white night. Uh, I really hope April appreciated the stand you took for her on Facebook. 
you used to think you were smart until you went to college, then, which we've actually talked about on this podcast. We all have had similar experiences with that. And you're like, you go to college and you realize that being top of your class in a school of 12 doesn't really uh, mean a whole lot. Uh, 15 is you don't like guys who mistreat girls or girls who mistreat guys. What I like the equality factor there. Equal opportunity. Uh, you hate dudes. <laughs> you hate dudes that try to hook up with girls all the time. So disrespectful. It bugs the crap out of me when girls go along with it, too. Girls, guys, save yourselves for someone who matters. Don't Wait, be one so... of those douches. <laughs> I always cut in too early. I always think this has to be the end of what he's saying. And then there's just another two sentences. So just to get this correct, you hate it when guys mistreat women. Uh, but if they want to hook up with a girl and she wants to hook up with a guy and it's consensual and they're adults, you also so hate it, that. Now it's the woman's fault. Right. That's okay, what I would got, say. Because she, she's going yeah. along with it. Because she's by yeah. that, you mean she's an adult with agency. Yeah. Exactly. You, when, yeah. It's awful she when bears anyone the does it. Of the sin. Yeah, but the worst is when the girls just go along with it because they're just dumb sluts. So, it, yeah, it's gross. It's gross. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you should hate all forms of physical, like, um, like, uh, physical romance until you are married, and then you should like all of them. You now, whatever your husband demands. Well, now, what's the date? Yeah, what's the date on this post, Sam? Just I mean, curious. it's 15 years ago today. So, okay, got 129, it. January 2009. Yeah, Casey, were you living up to the ideals that you put in this post at this time? Was I hooking up with someone that I didn't think mattered to me long term? No. no, I was living up. You see, discipline has always been important to me, and uh-huh. okay. even so, when I was 21 years old. Okay, so the fact that you loved April so much you guys were getting married, that makes you better than all the other people you're talking about in this, who you definitely know how they feel about the person they're hooking up with. Yes. Yes, that's well said. You pig! Yeah. I w- <laughs> if I can vouch for Casey uh, in any way, I would say that, hands down, Casey was better than pretty much everybody else oh i'm not disagreeing with that just for the record like i'm just i i'm going after the uh the hypocrisy of the this like pretentious facebook post not like not casey and april's relationship i've got because yeah. we all me. agree that i was great no yeah. yes obviously and you got pictures of you in 2007 and looking at the two of you together and the y'all kids made it work it's great because you're both making these doughy-eyed little scene girl and boy faces at each other it's just it's very precious who you calling doughy uh, <laughs> I was getting progressively more and more doughy at the time. So, so was I. That was actually, I really thought that was like, I was at a low point. That was actually the highest point of the next 20 <laughs> years. My peak physical fitness. <laughs> yeah, uh, as it turns out, little did I know, uh, this small dip is actually like where the roller coaster pauses before it begins the real big downhill. And here yeah, we are. Little did you know that someday you would think about how nice it would be to be like you were at your fat college stage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, solid solid transition into number 16, which is I have a big butt. When I go to the grocery store, I knock pickle jars off the shelf. Why is that a (laughs) thought you had? Well, also to be fair to your butt, it's not small, but also the pants back then, you didn't really have an option. Like, we know Casey's always had a donk, and we've always talked about it. 
Uh, it's true. And he he clearly uh, took pride in it and owned it enough to now, put was it your on. Butt knocking the pickles just, off the shelf, or were your keys on a carabiner? Like, were they the ones like whipping around? No, Casey was out. actually I did that for all of an hour. His ass onto the pickle jars, <laughs> picking them up between his cheeks and moving them to a different shelf. Exactly. Yeah, repositioning stock. Yeah, <laughs> you got to rotate. You got to you got to shake the salad dressing here and there. Uh, that really sounds like a bad euphemism for something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll cruise to the next couple because they're pretty, uh, pretty, pretty normy. Pedestrian. Uh, yeah. Uh, number seventeen is you really like your family. You you talk about your sister. You do call her the pig, though. Was that a nickname for Shelby? Oh, I should have said. Yeah, that. I All still right. call her. The I don't pig. know if we use family you pig. <laughs> you can edit that out. <laughs> don't don't edit out the the name you called her but yeah edit out her real name (laughs) don't want to hurt her feelings yeah no leave the pig i just didn't want to like throw your sister's name out there i'm just i'm really scared i'm just worried one of these next ones is gonna be like all right i've been reading some crime statistics like i don't i don't know no we're getting good racial stuff measuring skulls (laughs) (laughs) jesus 20 we get good at 20 so 18 is you want a couple of hunting dogs someday 19 is you sold your truck when gas was expensive yep you sold 19 was you sold your truck when gas was expensive that truck would still be worth the same amount of money today yeah yeah for sure (laughs) but you bought a little car to save money and then gas prices went back down because it was a diesel truck and then diesel dropped around 2009 i guess because now your car payment and gas was more than your truck that wasn't diesel and that was a nissan titan that's I a thought it was a diesel gas truck. one. Oh, no, I, it was a gas one. Uh, jokes on me. That was a cool truck. It I was. remember it. Distinctly. It was orange. It was like a burnt orange, right? Yeah, it was a cool color. Yeah. I do remember distinctly like how much I traded I got for trade in when I traded that. I got like forty three hundred dollars. Which like that truck would be an easy eight or nine thousand dollars if it was in good condition today. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. It was insane. It was insane like a year after I did that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I did. I traded my truck in and like instead of just telling like all of my bandmates like, hey, can you guys pitch in for gas? Like you could still be driving right? that truck today. Like if you hadn't traded it in. Like, it'd <laughs> Dude, in 2009, yeah. you could have kept. Yeah. I kept hate conflict, thing. guys. <laughs> If you were still rocking a truck from 2009, that would be sick. Um, all right. Number 20 is where you get spicy again uh, with the hot takes, baby. You said, uh, I'm worried about having Obama in office. I don't want to be taxed any more than I already am. And someday I want to be wealthy. And I don't think I should have to carry the country on my back. <laughs> hey, Casey, how, how much is as- he getting taxed as a 21 year old? You never, you never had more than like a thirteen-hour-a-week job, and you're like, I'm sick of this shit. You didn't even, (laughs) you didn't even qualify for a tax bracket. Obama's like, hey, I've got this crazy idea. Maybe people shouldn't die in the street when they get sick. And Casey's like, I really don't feel like that's my problem. (laughs) Darth Obama trying to take my paycheck and my guns. You go. uh, How how old did you? How old did you have to get before you realized you were paying more in taxes than you made like when you first became an adult? Like your total income as a 21-year-old. Are you at the point where you're paying more than that in taxes now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it hurts, Z. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it does suck. Paying taxes does suck. 
It, yes, like, but of course, you know it's also, as you have to. But you know what's kind of great? Living in society. Uh, and it Having turns roads out, is I, sick. Roads I and this like, one? Well, that's fair. <laughs> now, to be fair, you live in, in the Midwest part of the society, so that's kind of on you. But, uh, but you're not wrong. I mean, I was going to say like we have infrastructure, and I was like, well, <laughs> probably should yeah, stop putting it on. Yeah, Maybe. stop putting it on the short list. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he had a few more sentences here, and I think they're really pertinent to the conversation. He said, uh, "I think government healthcare is a stupid idea. Closing Guantanamo is. Bay is a pointless publicity stunt." Oh my! Increasing government spending now is going to bite our generation in the butt one day. Please be careful, Mr. President and Congress. I remember wow. uh, listening to Rush Limbaugh, and he referred to Guantanamo Bay as Club Gitmo because nice. of how well the inmates were treated. Because I don't, I there was like some an article about they get a Capri Sun every day or something like that. <laughs> Was it was that before or after Ron DeSantis showed up and smacked their cheeks around? I guess before. I guess yeah, before. I'm pretty sure DeSantis was still like jerking off under bleachers or something at that point. He they rehydrated with Capri Suns after uh, DeSantis took off his white glove and smacked them in the face with it. Sam, I, think, I, I don't think you're reading a news story. I think you're reading a fanfic, a Guantanamo fanfic page. No, wasn't there that, like, wasn't it uh, someone at Guantanamo come out and say that Ron DeSantis would would go there? I, you have I to back me up in this case. Not sure. We definitely talked about it. I don't know that there was much merit that to Ron it. Ron DeSantis would go to Guantanamo Bay? Yeah. I mean, I knew he went to Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, he was a lawyer. I thought you meant go there, like, doing the weird glove smacky thing. No, not really. I'm just being I don't silly. Know anything about oh, this. But that, oh, yeah, But yeah. that he, he was, was he aware was... of the torture and that was he was present for some of it. Oh, yeah. That, 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 I, I don't know about the present for some of it, but I believe the rest of it, that's just accepted fact at this point. That's, there's nothing unusual or like, there's nothing surprising about that. Well, we take anyway. a lighter turn because uh, 21 is where Casey confesses that he put his money into one of those Ponzi scams once and it went south. Wasn't the first time you made that <laughs> mistake. Learned that lesson. <laughs> <laughs> now he only puts his money into 22 revolvers that he finds at, at pawn shops. Now that is a good investment. I stand by that investment. 22 is that there's a few guys that you really respect a lot and what they say means a great deal to me. I, uh, I, wait, I, does he list, does he, list I appreciate being one of those people. I'm going to choose to believe that. I was definitely talking about you. I was probably talking about Jeremiah and I was 100% talking about Jerry Falwell. Yeah. <laughs> great, Sam. We made the list. We did. Dude, that's all I came here for. Honestly. Uh, I think world peace is unattainable, but I think racism will end when people stop taking themselves so seriously. Oh, I'll, oh, I'll start. That's the worst call one. Me, I'll start. That's the worst one. Call me Wonderbread, LOL. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Fuck, that sucks! <laughs> Holy shit, he sucks so bad! <laughs> It starts out so normal. I think world peace is unattainable. And then you just take the racism angle so fast. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> if people stopped taking themselves so seriously, what would they have to fight over? You know? That's true. What are they what are they mad about anyway? 
Oh, my God. God. It's just a little stop and frisk, guys. (laughs) Wow. Oh, man. That's that's a tough one. (laughs) This is. You published that for public consumption. That's crazy. (laughs) I thought everybody wanted to learn, I guess. Now, Casey, um, did you have any friends that weren't absolutely pasty at that point? I'm thinking too long, aren't I? Yeah, probably. <laughs> now, I don't I don't mean because that gives you like a pass to say it. I just mean like obviously no one was in your life to be like, "Hey man, no. Like what's wrong with you?" Uh, all right. Well, for the sake of saving you a little more embarrassment, we'll move on to the last two. Uh 24 and 25 are still very much you and things you would still mention in today's day and age. Uh, 24 is you can't watch sports. You hate it. And you won't be watching the Super Bowl. And 25 is that you found out Monday. I have the same birthday as Jeffrey Dahmer, May 21st. Not sure what that means, but hopefully it doesn't mean I. Okay. Well, no. Okay. Uh, hopefully it doesn't mean I kill any gay black guys. (laughs) 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 you almost made it through that one dude you tried so hard you tried so hard oh my god oh delete that burn it Can you report a Facebook memory as hate speech? (laughs) (laughs) They take retroactive action against me. I'll understand. I won't go on Tucker Carlson. (laughs) You can't go anywhere. That's the first thing that's going to get pulled up if you ever go on any talk show anywhere. Be like, oh, so back in uh, 2009, you said, do you still believe that? As soon as you say back in 2009, <laughs> you just stand up and walk out. Just... Yes. <laughs> it's like, I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> that gif of Homer Simpson just disappearing yeah, it... into the bushes. A hundred percent. Oh, my God. So that's it. That's 25 things you need to know about Casey. Those are 25 things he thought everyone really needed to know about him in 2009. So I'll stand before all of you today and say that Casey's a changed man. Nay, he found true salvation, perhaps. And uh, I do apologize. I wouldn't view eating gay black dudes any different than uh, straight Asian dudes. I would would be... I'd try both. Wow, what a <laughs> and guy. And I'd be polite. <laughs> and, and they can call you Wonder Bread. <laughs> and yeah, and people can call you Wonder Bread. Oh, I, man. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, whew, it was so, what great timing that I found that this morning. I, was, I need to go on Facebook and I need to just Oh, do you want to know what your comments were? I forgot to look at the, oh, yeah. the comments on it. Um, there were seven. Uh, your wife made a comment uh, that, Basically, it was just, I agree. Not your wife, Jeremiah. Casey's wife. Basically, she agrees with everything about Jerry. Uh, and oh, and also the gay people stuff. Uh, but that was par for the course, Liberty 2009 <laughs> for us. So we've all come a long way. This is uh, as much of an admission of guilt as it is an apology for 
all of us. Uh, well, I'll stop roping you into this, Jeremiah, because apparently you think you're better than us. Um, there's a picture at the bottom of this, and it's um, it's Casey and two other people with their uh, pants sagging a bit and their butt cracks hanging out. And I don't know whose butt cracks they are. One's Ryan, for sure. Uh, one might be Wes, your old boy Wes. Yeah, uh, I think so. Oh yeah, because Jeremiah, your your uh, your comment was my word. Wes's butt cleavage is impressive. Uh, I you stand all, by that. I'm you good. You also that. agreed uh, about the Jerry <laughs> Falwell thing and how people just go after him too hard and they don't know about all the good things he's done. I'll Couple take it. Comments Overall, about Casey's I'm, butt. Yep, few I'm comments safe. about Casey's I'm butt. Yeah, that's I'm pretty. Much, yeah, you're you're pretty safe here, Jay. It's like we're all stuffed into the same barrel, teetering yep. over Niagara Falls. Yeah. <laughs> so oh whew, that was a trip. That was a journey. I think we all know 2009 Casey better. I think if Facebook does any of us <laughs> any good, it's to let us know how much we've changed. And uh, it's interesting to think back on stuff like that, to know that we really all like that we held those ideas uh, and we're f- flippant about many things uh, that we had no experience with. And God, it's like, it's like a different life. It feels so, it feels for, like when you read that and you have like a visceral reaction to stuff like that, you go, that's, but we all, we felt comfortable writing and talking about stuff like that because it was so normal. And we were doing that. We were saying those things in talking like that around gay people and around black people. And we were just like, this is regular. We just this didn't is... know they were gay or black. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think we knew they were black a lot. We didn't know were gay. And we also, uh, I think we also always like, there were people on our hall that were like, they're probably gay, but you want to believe so hard that they don't want to be that. You just believe that they're trying not to be so hard that they're not. It was fucked up too. Cause I mean, we learned after we left Liberty that like a good several of the men in our hall were gay that were just hiding it. Um, or not, they might've been going to those groups that we just didn't, I forget what they called it, but the, the basically the gay conversion therapy group um, that we've talked about before. Uh, currently Jeremiah is sending uh, pictures to Casey and I of uh, old 2009 Casey I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in I'm frantically scrolling back through my Facebook posts uh, from that era just to make sure just double checking. Nice. <laughs> well, anyway, I know we have another I, thing we need to get through. Hairdo. <laughs> you, yeah, your hairdo, dude. Maybe I'll post that picture. If, if, if I get April's permission, I'll post the picture. <laughs> I'm I'm sure she's okay with it. Um, but we have another topic to get Ooh. into. Okay. So uh, there was a story that's been circulating around quite a bit. I've seen a bunch of pages post about it, and I've had several of you guys send it to me about uh, an online pastor that uh, has been charged in a worthless crypto scam. <laughs> An online pastor. So this is a church that exists entirely online. I really don't know what his thing is. I think he, I think, yeah, 
I mean, but it's been hard to find like anything. I mean, he's been purged from some things, I think. And then others like, I don't know, there's not much there to go off of. But hmm. it, it basically it says, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, online pastor Eli Regalado says he sold over $3 million in tokens to his community because, quote, the Lord told him to give his followers a 10x return. A 10x return? 10 times. Ten. He, he oh, wanted, I couldn't tell if he said God 10X. God wanted to multiply, their, multiply their blessing tenfold. Gotcha. I thought you said 10x, and I didn't know if that was crypto speech. 10x, I feel like 10x still qualifies. but Okay. Yeah. So, so basically this guy and his wife, um, threw their hat into the, the crypto gold rush with pretty much, I, I, is this their own coin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they, they, they pretty, they, I don't know. I can't tell how much they knew about cryptocurrency, like before all of this, like they obviously knew enough to like limp through all the steps to get like right. a coin set up and all of this stuff. But which is the, 90% of people who set up most, I, even, even still to this day, I think 95% of people involved in crypto don't know what crypto is. I'm not sure I can tell you myself, <laughs> <laughs> but you've sure lost a lot of money in it. Okay, well, that's that didn't make the top 25 list, so we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why I've received this article so many times is because people are poking and prodding me. <clears throat> but uh, so this guy and his wife set up this uh, token and they tried to kind of like they they basically came up. It almost feels like they came up with the pitch and then made the token thing they tried to make it fit around the pitch that that they had that's a lot of that's a lot of crypto things that that's also evangelical theology it's just like how do we make this say what we want it to maybe that's why they go hand in hand it's working out uh did they have what what was the name of their coin or are you building up to that uh it's called index coin and god they had a that's not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it's part of the part of the explanation for what it is is why it's called that. But basically, like, so this guy and his he goes by Eli, but Eli and Caitlin Regalado, they had uh, a few different businesses. So Index Coin was the cryptocurrency that they started. Um, they sold it through their company Kingdom Wealth Exchange, and then somehow or another, they have a. Another company that factors into the mix called Grace Led Marketers. Kingdom Wealth Exchange in Grace Led Marketers. And Kingdom uh, Wealth Exchange what? Twitter is still up if you want to go take a look. <laughs> I definitely will. Uh, I love, I think nothing excites me more than, uh, well, I guess one could argue that crypto is a way to subvert capitalism. But it's really just a reallocation of capitalism, if you ask me. Uh, Most but, of the people using it are just using it to buy drugs or uh, <laughs> trade it for fiat currency and try to get rich with fiat, which is what they wanted in the first place. So, ah, okay. But I do love when, um, yeah. 
when like capitalistic markets just when they just use Christian language to explain it as though it's like to grace whatever this or that. You're like, this is it's just it's so goofy sounding. I have it's, a feeling there's just a lot of goofy wait. stuff coming. Yeah. Oh, I, it's gonna get better. It's, I've heard some clips <laughs> from this guy. It's like when yeah. um Christians start TV shows or like they make a Christian movie or I they always try to like use like it's always the same kind of language that gets that gets used and it it just has such like a cheesy obviously fraudulent sound to it. Oh, 100%. And they definitely did all that. So let me real quick give you the idea behind Index Coin because I think they thought they were just going to blow the doors off with this thing. So do you guys know what an index fund is? Like like index no. fund for the stock market? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm familiar okay. with the language. I, I, I could I, explain I actually, it about as well as I could explain crypto. Well, you know, uh, let me let me break it down for you since I learned this morning. He is okay. clicking a pen. <laughs> He's clicking a pen He's- right now. A roll, you said a Rolodex market, right? Yeah, no, so an index, so uh, there's a bunch of different like stock indexes, right? There's like the SP 500 or the NASDAQ, mm-hmm. and the index is kind of like uh, in a the sum total of the biggest stocks, and they they look at the price and they kind of like aggregate them and and they have like a value assigned to basically that whole that whole group of stocks. And and that's whatever index. I'm I realize that this is if you're in finance. I, I did text uh, uh our buddy in certified beefcake, Mark Peen, or to uh <laughs> give me some like <laughs> some better language on this, and he did help out a lot. He confirmed that I was on the right track with some stuff and and uh whatnot. But so basically like you would you would buy an index fund if you as like kind of like an, a retirement savings vehicle I, I, because I rather like than better, buying like like a way to explain like in the words of Donald Glover this might help people otherwise known as childish Gambino uh, he said home girl drop it like the Nasdaq move white girls like there's coke up my ass crack I don't know if that helps anybody uh, but. A, Thought it could. I, I so can it, just explain what an index fund is. If that would be helpful. I feel like Casey, you put a lot of work into your explanation, though, so I don't want to cut you off. Well, I mean, more or less, like you're, if you could go out and buy like individual stocks from these companies, right? But they swing. Like if you had a whole bunch of Tesla stock in the past couple of months here, you would probably have lost a lot of money because it's swung quite a bit, right? Like a big, but dick. instead of. Yeah. Instead of having all these individual stocks, like you're you're basically uh, you're banking on the group, the overall value of that whole market, right? So it's not a fast way to make money, but it's a stable way to make money, and uh, and so that's why it's like a, a long term savings thing. So and those are <laughs> index funds. Jeremiah, do you have anything to add? That's more or less correct. The idea is that you're not smart enough to pick individual stocks to beat the stock market because almost no one is, including most professional financial advisors, almost all of them. (laughs) So by buying into an index, like let's say it's an S&P 500, uh, it's just going to be built up of stocks that are in the S&P 500 publicly traded companies, and it's going to be constantly rebalanced. So you won't do any better than the S&P 500, 
but you will do pretty much exactly the same as the S&P 500. And it just makes it so you don't have to think about it. Like it's what most people should be investing in would be a mutual fund that is an index of some kind, like for just general investment stuff, that's going to be smart for most people. Um, and there's like international index funds and domestic ones. And like, you don't have to just do the NASDAQ or the S&P 500, but like, if you did nothing but that, you would be in better shape than most people who are paying a financial advisor, like one to 2% to do a worse job with their money. So yeah, it, it basically, it's a combination of all of the biggest, most popular things. So it's going to be most heavily weighted towards Apple and Netflix and, and Facebook stock and whatever. They're going to make up a big part of it, but those companies are also doing well. And if they start doing less well, like Tesla stock has had some ups and downs, you know, the index will buy or sell more of that to keep it rebalanced. Gotcha. Yeah. And if you, <laughs> if you buy into an index fund, like you're basically like Jeremiah said, you're, you're handing it over to somebody else to manage. Basically you're investing in a fund that's managed by someone. It's a big group of stocks that's owned by the, by the conglomerate. Right. So they, so uh, the regalados tried to take that idea and flip it towards crypto. Hmm. So index coin is it's like a record label for crypto. Man, uh, gosh, I can tell you're Sam's full doing of useful references. Well. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, uh, it's like insurance for crypto. It's bad because I'm I as as many white men I have this compulsion to like when someone says something wrong I want to explain the right version and it's just it's really eating me up right now because <laughs> I I know Sam is just trolling yes but I still want to explain it <laughs> I know I know oh. I can see it in your face I see the pain every time I say wrong things I see you get so angry oh. Sorry, so the regulados tried to start index coin as like uh it's a it's an index fund for crypto. Basically they would take the 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 value of the top 100 cryptocurrencies at any given point which you know uh in the stock market they you would have the the companies would go up and down but it would still be the same companies pretty much I would imagine in the fund they were like, well, crypto's come and go, so we'll always take the value from the top 100. So there will be <laughs> there will be ones coming and going. That's the idea behind how an index works is like the ones in the top one or two, they're not going to be moving around. But yeah, the ones in like the bottom 50, they probably are getting cycled out pretty frequently. The problem with doing that for crypto is crypto will like a stock will go up 16,000% in the first week and then it'll drop <laughs> off. Like an index is based around like money can only move, but so fast and crypto is based around memes. And so, <laughs> so that's just also crypto is really easy to manipulate with like pump and dump schemes and stuff. Every time a new coin gets created. So by setting up an index, that's supposed to automatically track this stuff. Like you're basically just inviting it to get pumped and dumped. Hey, that's why index coin is so important because it offers you a stable investment vehicle rather than these very volatile cryptocurrencies. Um, and they have a lot of really fun, uh, you know, businessy, smart sounding language that basically makes no sense about how this all works and how they do it and the stuff that, that the core, the core problem with index coin is that they don't own any of these coins. Like they have no, they have no assets that all of this is based off of. They're just like 
running a, 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 you know, a simple equation on like these top 100 cryptocurrencies and being like, it's worth that. Wait, so what is worth? Like, are people giving them money? Yeah, so they actually sold like these coins to, you know, their followers and parishioners and whatnot. And people own these coins that have nothing. There's nothing back. There's nothing there. You probably said this. I think I just figured out the missing piece that I was having. So in case this helps any of the listeners, I'm just going to assume that they're equally as dumb as me. It'll help Um, me. So I'm excited for this. So, so like a normal index, you are actually buying all those stocks and stuff. There's no relationship between the index coin and all of these cryptocurrencies. They're just doing the math on what those cryptos are worth right now and saying, this is how much our coin costs. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. But they, but there's no. It's so obviously dumb. That doesn't sound like though. That doesn't sound like it's an actual like blazed off blockchain though. That sounds like it's literally just a digital token. They're like, how many of these bad boys do we need to create? Like, how do they manage the value of people buying and selling this stuff? Because that's well, it's funny you should ask. Okay, let's just okay. I'm not exactly sure where all these sound clips fit in, but they're all fun. So let's uh, let's just jump in. What maybe we should lead off with a word of prayer? Okay, we're gonna just just pray over this. The sound's gone. Oops, my bad. Just pray over this. Um, and Trey, it's done. So, Father, we just thank you and praise you for everyone involved in our index coin family. We thank you and praise you that we already have the favor of the banks, that we already have everything we need pertaining to life and godliness. And as a group, as your ecclesia, as the church, we just come into agreement that it is already done. And I release and impart this faith into everyone watching that you're going to lift us up to show us what is possible with two people as long as they just believe, just believe. And so we just impart that to them, everyone watching, so that you can call and just put that call in their life to have them start making amazing faith moves in their own life to transform their families, their communities, their nations. We believe and we receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Do we know nations who even. Who Dude, he's he praying? Like, is this during a pitch at a church? Is this a live stream? He said he was an online pastor. This, this one is during a live stream update on twitter fantastic that i found on the uh on the kingdom wealth exchange twitter page uh about how uh how long ago was this well that's part of the fun so there's not tons and tons that you can go back to here but uh as you could like all these news articles are from uh, december 18th is what one of these ones that i'm looking at is Let's see, where's one of the other ones? January 29th. Okay, so this is this month that this fell apart, right? Uh, The update video that we're listening to the prayer from here is from March 7th of last year. Okay, so this is all pretty, pretty recent. Wait, last year, that's after like crypto was not doing amazing during this time period. So they picked a great time to get into this market. Cryptos that, you know, didn't have Christ at the center. That's a good point. That's why I pick Christo coin. <laughs> it would have been a more fun name. Yeah, they really should have picked a more fun name for it, you know, that really like uh, drove the message home. Um, so, yeah, in this in this update, he's uh, he's basically going through a couple of different things. So at this point, they hadn't actually like opened sales 
on the coins. They're still trying to get everything lined out and they're having trouble with, you know, uh, all the legitimate parts of it. Like they start off by being like, uh, you know, we went through a security audit, like this very rigorous security audit. And, um, you know, it's tough. This is what they submit to the, the, you know, the, the biggest tokens out there too. And we, we had a couple of things that were an issue, but thank God we passed with flying colors and uh, we are just, you know, we are just thanking God and we are trusting him that uh, the bank investment will follow because the next update was like, uh, banks told us no, <laughs> but that was okay because right from the beginning, right from the beginning of this project, of this plan, of these seeds that we've sown, we have asked God, we've said, Lord, we want you to open doors, but we want you to close the wrong doors. And thank God that these wrong doors have been closed because we are we are not in a hurry. We want to do this the right way, the kingdom way. Are these are these actual quotes or are you just riffing at this point? Because I'm honestly not sure. This all sounds like it could 100% be true. Yeah, it's it's more or less direct. Great, quote. fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I'm so carrying the well. spirit of their announcement. So, so banks told them this is a stupid idea and we don't want to support it, but that doesn't matter because the Lord told them this is going to totally work. And or I think God knows say? better than banks because the the way the Lord isn't the way of man, and the finances of the Lord are not the finances of man. Didn't well, he say I something think... in one of the clips? He said something about like the Lord's doing a new thing here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, and here, language... here this kind of ties into what Sam was saying here. All right, okay. of course. Yes, Satan, we bind you in Jesus' name. We're going to get this message across. Yeah, we are getting this message across. Amen. Because they had audio okay. problems. So let me kind of just <laughs> step back uh, a slide. So the Lord's been showing us sin is not master over us, for we are not under law, but under grace. And, and I, we know what sin is. Sin is missing the mark, right? So we're like, yeah, Lord, you know, we get it. We're not, under, you know, we get it. We're under grace. But the Lord says, no, there's more because whatever is not from faith is sin. And sin is really just missing the mark. So you have, I don't God think he said that everything that he has planned for you, th this project, uh, everyone connected to this project, sin is saying, take a big don't be bound by missing it. And I, and he says, and how you miss it is if you're not <laughs> operating in faith. And I'm like, okay, Lord, yep, I get that. <laughs> and it says in second Corinthians five or seven, for we walk by faith not by sight. Now, if we were walking oh. by sight, guys, I mean, oh <laughs> we would have given up on this thing a long time yeah. ago. This is, if this sounds complicated and difficult, this is the most, um, I, I don't want to say it doesn't sound complicated. It's not like we're out there slaving away on it, but it's, it's, you have to completely like, just stop looking at what the world says and only focus on what he's saying because we're, which is can by I, crypto. God's like, yeah, buy can crypto, I get interpreted here? Buy high, sell low. It, no, wait, if you, buy, low, <laughs> buy low, sell high. <laughs> well, no, I mean, if you're taking most crypto advice, you were right the first time, Sam. Um, oh, shit. I think it's just amazing. Like, he literally just says, like, he's essentially saying, people are going to tell you this is a dumb idea, but would the Lord want you to do a dumb idea? People are going to say you don't have the money for this. Is that the faith thing to do? Like, this is exactly the same as prosperity gospel preachers that go to a church and are convincing people to, like, sow faith seeds into their traveling ministry by, like, giving up their rent checks. It's the exact same thing. It's just, like, yeah. anybody who tells you, you know, anyone who's a doubter is a hater and they're wrong because Jesus told me to do this, I think. We like, bind you, Satan. We bind you, Satan. I love that. I love, like, the, the declarations of bounding. 
And then they which was literally just because they had an BDSM audio kinks. problem. Oh, like audio they, their problems. microphone cut out for a second, and that's why she had to bind Satan. <laughs> You no, know, when I got like sucked into the charismatic Christian world, uh, even in their prayer, a lot of like, I, a lot of the, there's a lingo that works for that environment, uh, and of course, you can have authentic players, uh, in that world, uh, and I think when I was, there are still some people I would vouch for from when I was in it as people I, I think were great people, but that like there's a cadence i think the cadence is triggering where it's just like yes lord yeah, in the name of this we bind this and that and, it's, and you say the yeah, same it's, words it's, it's you improv use same... it's improv prayer voice yeah i think sucks. like we all recognize it like you can just tell when someone they're just riffing they're just letting the spirit lead them yes father god i the, the, it's like the more father gods there are the like the more they're coming up with it on the floor yeah it's, it's the guessing of, it's, of... Improper. It's the arms and ands I, of prayers. Uh, 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 you just Father God, Father God. I think you of prayer as like that. one of those carnival games, you know, with the little jockey on the horse, and you got to shoot the water pistol into the hole, right? And every time you hit the hole, that's a Father God pushing your prayers closer to the Lord. Mm. That's a surprisingly good analogy. It's like if you can just throw enough in, maybe God will forgive your crushing medical debt. <laughs> Probably not. So, so Casey, <laughs> was he recommending like, was there a certain like seed amount people were supposed to be putting in or like, well, you know, what were they recommending? Like how much was a coin trading Well, trading for how much were they selling coins for at the time? I couldn't I couldn't find like a graph value like all of that stuff's been pulled from their website and whatnot. So like I wasn't able to and I don't I don't think that this was like something that you could just go on, you know, Coinbase or something and buy. I think you were basically just PayPaling him money or something. Yeah, because like it, it wasn't actually an exchange traded <laughs> right. thing, was it? Because you he a check made or up money order with three proofs of, proofs of purchase to. Uh... Yeah, you send. <laughs> You send your box tops from your box of frosted mini wheats, and he gives you, you a free tie dye Totino's hat. I yeah, it couldn't have been something you actually bought on the crypto market. Like if if he's just valuing his coin based on what the the top ones are, without actually buying them and owning them at that cost, he's literally just saying it's worth this much, and he'll fluctuate it. But it's all just free money coming into him with, with nothing to sell or buy against. Right, it's right. Just... And to clarify, yeah, was it ever on any exchange whatsoever? Like, was it an actual crypto that you could send to people from wallet to wallet? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. But you know how, like, so there's a billion cryptocurrencies. Like, I don't think, I don't think it's any big deal to start one and. But most of them aren't available like on an actual exchange. You have to you have to buy them through like wallet trades and whatnot, I think. But you don't get like, to uh, set that the Shiba if Inu you coin. Get a crypto coin, you'll get to set the cost of it based on valuing other crypto co- like you can't be like this is a crypto coin for this. Like there's some there ha- there is no I mean the value no, is like a market cap. There yeah, has the, well, what's the, the algorithm cap- by which your coin cost is 
it, it's supposed to be based off how I mean, demand it's supposed to be off supply and demand like any other commodity it's just that there's a fixed amount of it, it for i say quote real cryptocurrencies um like something like bitcoin where there is a finite amount of bitcoin like fundamentally in the way this designed you can't just make more bitcoin one of the things that made dogecoin so stupid was they were just literally making more dogecoin like it's called minting it they could just keep cranking it out. It wasn't actually a limited currency, which meant it was always going to stay devalued besides the fact that it was based on memes. Like setting that aside, I mean, like- I don't know, Bitcoin, I don't know that it was stupid. You could buy like an AMC <laughs> ticket with it. But like Pretty the sure. fact that, that Bitcoin has, has largely gone up in value, of course, with lots of fluctuations is because it gets progressively harder to get more of it as people keep mining it. So it becomes rarer and rarer to get new stuff and more of it's just being held in people's wallets. Like whether or not you think crypto is stupid, it's an actual limited digital commodity, and that's why it goes up in value. Something like this, I'm willing to bet they're just minting as much of it as they want to, and there's absolutely nothing. Like It's literally just money printing for digital money, and there is no value set based on that. So, and a lot they of- were, So they were, they at least said that they were limiting the quantities. I mean, there's a, there's a clip in here. Um, I don't know if this is like, one that came through. Oh wait, this this might be, this might be the one. This is, well, hang on. Before we get to that, here's here's one more from uh, from this update uh, where they were talking about like, you know, liquidity and get how you need to get in, you know, and trust God and whatnot. All right, okay. of course, yes, Satan, we bind you in Jesus' name. We're gonna get this message across. Yeah, we're oh, that's we do this one. Amen. Okay. But I, I, I do appreciate the extra bindings of Satan that I feel like is helping us here now. It's, it's best just to throw in an extra one, I suppose. Here we yeah. go. And we're asking you to just, just partner with us with your faith, okay? Because the Lord says, you've been giving people updates on with a coin and everything else, but show them what's behind this. It's, it's not mm-hmm. Eli and Caitlin. He wants know? to use this as an example because it's not difficult. God's ways is, are not difficult at all. We don't. We don't struggle day to day like, oh my gosh, how are we going to get this done? We don't work 90 hours a week. In fact, we yeah. put our family first. Yeah, because you're just God wants money. us to teach you guys how we're doing this. So don't go to work when you buy my course. Yourself, you know, buy expand. my course on how to so sell you can crypto. teach others to expand because mm-hmm. what Index Coin is going to be, it's going to be a seed, right? Many of you are coming in um, to this, and you, you've participated in the, you know, um, friends and family, the private sale, or you have, you're going to get some airdrop to you if you were in, involved with the referral contest. And what this is, this is a seed that God is going to multiply in your lives. He's going to give you wisdom and insight on how to plant this seed and actually do something with it that causes you to prosper in this life. Because when you prosper and you start prospering God's ways, you pull everyone with you. Everyone that's attached to you in your circle gets pulled with you. Our entire families ended up getting saved over this project. So, um, oh, (laughs) that. What? Now I see why it's so important. <laughs> this is like somebody was listening to Kenneth Copeland. It was like, wait, does he know about crypto yet? Like that's that's literally what this is. <laughs> I like that in this world all seeds are good seeds. It's no one's growing poison ivy. No one's growing <laughs> deadly mushrooms, you know? It's just, well, I guess that's a fungus. They don't have such seeds. a good point. Uh but all seeds are good seeds when you're talking uh Christian schemes. My boy is sowing spores, dude. (laughs) 
Hell yeah. I'm yeah, sorry to the listeners that this is disorganized. I, I but I was trying to put this together yeah, as this I was. Is, yeah, on this my is way an here, investigative but... podcast series. We're making fun of an idiot. Yeah. So, is, uh, an idiot and a the, thief. Like investigative journalism has already been done. You can find a Reuters article about it, I'm sure. But we're just we're just goofing on some dumb motherfucker who put too much shit on the internet and didn't leave enough room for plausible deniability. Now, Casey, do you have some more info about that very interesting tidbit about his whole family got saved through this process? Oh, no. As far as I know, that's the only reference. Everybody's like any references to his personal life and how this has like helped him spiritually are pretty. They're touch and go. They come up once. Well, I'm sure they're, they're not true. stories that stand the test of time. I guess. Yeah, I'm sure whatever they are, they're all very true. So I'm not concerned about it. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because like the things that he says, like throughout the thing, like he was like, oh, you know, you maybe you were a part of the private sale, you know, the friends and family private sale. Maybe you uh, had some airdrop to you as part of the such and such giveaway. So in looking it around for stuff about Eli, I, I like found an old Reddit page of his and he so before this, he was like a crowdsort or crowdfunding consultant type oh, guy. Oh boy. Okay. Like you were trying to get your uh you know your idea for you know a heated toilet seat or something off the ground and like Eli would help you uh build a marketing strategy to get your crowdfunding thing off the ground and get people behind it and whatnot. And so like there's all sorts of posts over on Reddit where he's like obviously like he's planting seeds. About like, <laughs> hey guys, just wondering what you think of this. We've just successfully raised five hundred thousand dollars for this project, and uh, you know, I was wondering if this is something you guys would buy. It's like a lot of that, and it's a lot of like, there's like a crowdfunding subreddit, and he's like, I'm happy to answer any questions about this. I come, you know, I own a firm that's helped raise one point something million dollars or whatever it was. Do we know has he been connected to any products that we may have heard of or anything? Not that I'm trying to get any of the ones that I looked reserves. up. I, I, they were either like the, the page, like the crowdfunding page was gone or there wasn't like much info about them, but it was like normal stuff. It wasn't okay. In fact, like I can't, I, you know, it is not like I dove into this for days or anything, but like I couldn't find any sort of religious reference that he made before this index coin thing. Yeah. Like, I really think that this guy's a psycho that just is a, a scammer by nature. And this is where then he, he landed discovered for his faith. most successful one. Yeah. So then he, he discovered found, faith. Yeah. He found a religious market and realized that you don't need good ideas to convince yeah. people of anything. You just guilt them into thinking that they don't believe in God enough and you can get whatever you want. And Mrs. Regalado doesn't seem a whole lot better. She seems totally nuts. She as seems well. like a very supportive spouse. Yeah, exactly. They they have a uh, his help, a, his a help godly rate, marriage for sure. You might say, yeah, she stands right beside. She him is on the, the stage. divine feminine to his divine masculine, and together they are twin <laughs> flames. So, so he starts an online church, manages to build enough of a following to get enough to people. I don't know. He probably does some sort of crossover. I mean, he was a marketing guy. He probably knew what channels to go in to some degree. Uh, does a church crossover with a crypto scheme, gets people to 
give money to something that's has no backing that they'll never see a return on their investment on and and to what? be fair, that's not a lot worse than most crypto ideas during this time. Just to give him yeah. the tiniest bit of credit, it's not like, that he's good. It's that everyone else also sucks. Yeah, but I feel like <laughs> as soon as you pull God into it, you just like put your a target on your back. Like most crypto is just like, if you're scheming, you just you use finance language and talk about risk and reward and loss and gains, and people go, "Oh, I guess it was just a bad investment." But as soon as you like use the God card, you put a target on your back to be to because you lose all any you you lose all language that's grounded in like at least market terms. You know, you're just like give to God and he'll give back. And it's like, I, I mean, I, say that, but I, that I don't point. know. I, he's using a lot of the like regular faith words. But he's he's pulling people in based on their 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 religious faith and not on like look the higher the risk the higher the reward like the typical stuff. I feel like once you start manipulating people using language that's outside of the arena that you've entered into, uh, then it, it oh just, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. it, it he's puts a bigger it target like on your expert. back for having okay. to be held accountable they go you gotcha you lose again the plausible deniability that you just didn't manage your coin well and that you got fucked too uh you get to just it it ends up looking it's obviously a scam at that point yeah well and i did just see that his okay so his online only church is called victorious grace church his online only fans church Exactly. That's not far from the truth. So, um, well, yeah, like the language thing continues in this clip where he's talking about like, so this one was from an update video on in June of last year, like June 22nd. So it's about three and a half months later. It seems like in the video, things aren't going like he's, he's getting through some of the hurdles of like the, you know, the rigmarole of being able to sell the coin and stuff, and they're ready to actually like open it up for sales, but he's not holding the kind of cash that he was hoping to at this point, probably because he's blowing it while he's going through all these steps. So this is a, this was him announcing that they were ready to open sales that day. Everything's set at 1130 uh, mountain standard time today you can go ahead and start uh, trading index coins. You, you can buy now, but you can also sell now. As far as limits go, okay, limits, we are going to be doing one coin per day, 10 coins per week, and are we, we're going to be amping that up as more and more people uh, come in. Now, the reason we decided to do this limit is, you know, if you look at when Jesus fed the 5,000, he broke the bread, he broke it up into pieces and then started handing out the pieces little by little, right? But what happened is it just kept multiplying so what we're doing here is we're following jesus example we're cutting this up we're dishing this out for some of us you know in like the united states or more i guess developed countries that may not seem like a lot for some of you in developing countries that may seem like uh, an answered prayer 
feed families, pay bills, do whatever it takes, right? So this is the kingdom way. The kingdom way is to distribute even when you don't have enough, trusting that God is going to multiply what you give thanks for. So Lord, we thank you for this liquidity. We're going to be sending it out starting at 1130 a.m. <laughs> That's the admission liquidity. of guilt right there. Yeah, liquidity We're distribute means something. something we don't have. Yeah, liquidity does mean something that I do not think is what he's actually doing. <laughs> he said in he before that, he said that they had like $20,000 of what? Actual like value to work with, and that's why he was only doing the, that many coins. But what what's he doing with that money when he mints these coins? You don't like scan the money into the computer. Like it's made up. What's the I, money I really doing? Think that like a, so that a lot of this is just like a, the the language of something happening when nothing's actually happening. Like he went around, he asked people for money for investments and stuff like that. Like he actually he raised like over three million dollars. Holy shit! And he raised that from like a little over three hundred people, by the sounds of it. So, oh, oh how's that even possible? Whales. Some whales. He had some whales. Yeah, <laughs> I, I assume that the whales, the whales were uh, were uh, what do they call that? Cresting. They were <laughs> they were spouting, and uh, he was trying to keep the whales from uh, turning over the ship and then smashing him to bits, basically. And then it turned into he was uh, living on borrowed time. Black Lagoon or whatever that documentary was where they all get just murdered for their blubber and tusks or not tusks. <laughs> Whales don't have tusks. Yeah. <laughs> their eye, their teeth. Their, I don't know. What, what do you kill whales for? <laughs> it's like if you promised those whales a condo in Florida and then lured them into a cove and bludgeoned them to death. Yeah. <laughs> it is not unlike it's not it's not unlike that movie for sure. Um, yeah. And uh, dude, it, I wish I could have gotten into a few more of these like update videos and stuff, especially like the later ones. Like um, I found one on their YouTube channel called Wisdom First, and it was from December. So this is hmm. like a month before the wheels come off the bus. Super hard. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm sure that like things were happening already, like. You know, he was probably already in legal trouble and stuff like that. But he's like, he's talking to this thing about wisdom and how it was this really convoluted thing that like, oh man, I can't remember what the verse is. But he's like he's just BSing. About, is, this, is that what it sounds like? Like he's just like digging a hole in whatever direction it seems like the ground is soft. It was something about it's one of these verses that you would know if you heard it, but it was something about like, um, speaking wisdom in your from your mouth and it, uh one of those ones that's really easy to to take out of context and like apply to whatever situation you want it to work for and in the in the sermon he's literally saying like and so you know you're hearing these passages and you, maybe you don't know what to do but you read these passages out loud and these wisdom the wisdom proceeds from your mouth and then god redirects it back into your ear so you're feeding yourself you're actually feeding yourself with that wisdom and god is it, downloading the plan for your life into you at that time so you know what to do it's basically like when you're thirsty and you drink your own pee <laughs> what a it's like that is that's maybe the best analogy you've ever made 
perpetual motion machine. <laughs> so, yeah. So he's <laughs> basically, uh, they're in trouble. And they had to release some uh, some update videos where they, like, confess to what was going on. Um, there's a screenshot on here where in the one where he's talking about, he's, like, basically announcing that... Uh, you know, they're shutting the 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 network down. It says Regalado shut down Kingdom Wealth Exchange on November 1st, 2023, after claiming there weren't enough finances to keep the internal servers running, adding that he and his partner were on the doorstep of poverty. Uh, and the little slide that he's got up says not enough stakers to keep it up and running. We don't have the finances at this time to keep the servers running. We have a backup of the chain. Investing. I, I did to back up the chain. Some of this does not make sense. That's this is not these are blockchain words, but that does not make <laughs> sense. What are they hosting? It's it's on a floppy disk. There, I, I think what he means it is wasn't a long chain. The server is the website that processes the financial transactions of people giving them fiat currency. I'm guessing that's what it is. Dude, like you don't just, host a cryptocurrency. The whole point of being decentralized, you can't just host it off a computer. That's not how crypto works. Like, what are we paying Squarespace for? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's like the, the, the blockchain is actually just my Venmo account statement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> multiple months are chained together it's kind of the same thing um so kingdom wealth exchange down had to settle for a fraction of coin uh six thousand of twenty five thousand. is this the end question mark question mark question mark question mark so uh, he was really going for the pity play at that point um but then he basically had to confess to the fact that like uh, this is all nonsense, and I spoil. I stole your money from you. And how does he say that? Yeah, uh, he says the cha- the charges are that Caitlin and I pocketed one point three million dollars, and I just want to come out and say that those charges are true. <laughs> Dang. Okay. All right. What does he say but, after that? But about five hundred thousand of that went to the IRS. Um, I think he said you were taking that money as income. Like, why would it just have to go to the IRS? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like the uh, standard tax rate when you pull in one point <laughs> five million dollars. <laughs> yeah, that, it doesn't sound like people were trading to cryptocurrency. It sounds like they were paying you. He says a few hundred thousand dollars went to a home remodel that the Lord told us to do. Oh, oh I bet he did. <laughs> A few hundred thousand dollars. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know how many Edison light bulbs they had to buy for that place? Oh my gosh. That's that's fantastic. It's a it's a, it's a modern style uh bungalow with a lot of Hampton Inn art on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, with the way like handyman and home improvement prices have gone the last couple of years, they could have just finished their basement. Like we don't actually know <laughs> depending on where <laughs> they live. That's so good. I do like to think that maybe they did buy an original Hunter Biden. (laughs) At least there's that, that store of value. (laughs) You, uh, there's a video of theirs that you shared on our, uh, Instagram page too, right? Um, I think just a, a screenshot from one of the things that they had posted. Okay. 
I didn't know if it was their confession or but like the pre-confession where they were still trying to explain away why they didn't technically steal your money before like the charges got so deep. They're like, if we don't admit that we did this, we're just going to spend 20 years behind bars. So they took a plea deal. I'm sure there was some of that going around. I like, I wish I could have gotten into the, some of the details a little bit of where the legal situation is at now, but um, he's been getting hammered on the internet. <laughs> Basically yeah. just like, Everybody hates his guts. And uh, it is funny, though, that he's still like trying to use like the like the language. Yeah, just like this nonsense prosperity gospel language to to justify like the Lord told us to remodel our home, like to be this far along to where you're now confessing to everyone that you stole their money and be like, but also God told me to remodel my house. Yeah, you're just you're, that, that's why I'm like, it, does he try to explain it more after that? Like, I, I refuse to believe that he says, yes, we took your money, but we had to pay taxes and remodel our house. He, every good con man has to have stuff after that, right? Like he's letting you in because there has to be an extra hook or something, right? Well, I mean, Casey, him in 2009, Casey have a lot in common about how they feel about paying taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we do. Yeah. Maybe one he's, more he's, thing he hasn't gone the full. He hasn't gone the full libertarian crypto bro thing where he's like, I don't have to pay taxes. I'm in Panama. I live on a boat now. Like he's just a wimp. He's trying to do it the normal American way. Just Venmo me money that represents crypto. And then I'm going to remodel my house. You got, it's like, all my money if I uh, trade crypto on international waters. I miss when con men had some principles, you know? Yeah. The good old days. Yeah. It is just like, it is such a funny scam because there's so little there to sell. And but he, he did. did. You have to admit it. Like, like he bank did free. sell it. I mean, he, he had more to sell, but it's like we see the same old fucking story over and over again where some idiot who's new to the game, or maybe they're smart, but someone who's new to the game sells you a false bill of goods and all these people with a shitload of money, like a shitload of money, who supposedly know how things work who are smart and that's how they quote unquote earned their money fall for the same old bullshit schemes that any anyone watching uh god forgetting the televangelist name uh the, the slimy looking motherfucker with the nice head of hair Joel Osteen? Like, oh kenneth like, copeland yeah <laughs> <laughs> joel Osteen. like it's like they fall for the same tricks that like your 95 year old grandma does watching Joel Osteen and it's just like these millionaires who are supposedly so smart that's how they earn their money just piss it away on these morons yeah I I don't know it is it is interesting to think about how vulnerable everyone is to like nonsense like we I, I feel like a like most of us, me included, like will throw money at some nonsense, like uh, just like a, a a silly, like long shot at like hope, I guess. Right. Like, oh, I can I, turn this the, $10 into $10,000. Sure. Take my 10. I mean, that, that's what you're really buying with a lottery ticket is just you're buying yes. like the permission to daydream for a little bit about what you would do with it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's, a, well, unless it's a compulsion and you need help. And if you're listening to this, please get help. <laughs> don't listen to my advice. 
Everyone who buys lottery tickets is in front of me at the gas station and they all pay in cash and they all want to turn in their $4 winnings to, for another ticket immediately from the counter without moving out of the way of the register. (laughs) What you're saying is they should invest in crypto instead. I would prefer it. At least it wouldn't be taking up my time. And they have to use a separate register for uh, any sort of gambling shit. So it's like, that always here. gets old. No? Oh, maybe it's a Massachusetts yeah. What do you thing. mean by separate register? I don't know what that means. They have to ring, uh, they have to like ring up uh, lottery it's differently or separately. It sounds like mob stuff, Sam. I mean, I know you live near Boston. I don't know. I worked in a convenience store for a second before and you had to do it all different. We had a different, I had a different register for um, lottery too, actually. He got fired for taking copies of L into the bathroom. I used to play Kino on the job. That was fun. <laughs> that was the summer before I got married. I would play Kino on the job. It was just throw a buck or two here and there at it. Made work interesting. What is Kino? Kino is just like uh you it's kinda like a lottery thing, um, where you just pick numbers and but for like low stakes, like a dollar, a two dollars. You can pick your numbers or you can have them auto generated and Based on the number of numbers you get in the sequence, you can get money. It's not, it's not, in, is impossible to win money. You just don't win much. So, like, a couple bucks could win you 10, 20. Um, it's not like big winnings. Uh, the person I worked with once had won $200 before I got to work. And she was like, I feel bad because we, her and I used to always go in and split. And she's like, I feel bad. I won this without you. Uh, so she gave me a little bit of money just cause she felt bad, but it's really like a low stakes, but it's in the games run. I think every five minutes, it's kind of like an online it's, I don't know. It, cause they'll have keynote screens where they show you the winnings and whatever. So it's it, like, it plays a game every five minutes and it keeps people at bars. Uh, gotcha. okay. Sitting there running numbers, drinking beers, whatever. That's all. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's like, um, you know, roulette for people who smell like old cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Well, now it's just roulette for people with mechanical vapes in their pocket, but same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah, uh, that's uh, the story of Index Coin and Kingdom Wealth Exchange and Grace-led marketers, and prior to that, Mad Hatter Agency. Hell yeah, Grace-led. I love the Grace-led idea. That's sick. Uh, I think in a couple of weeks we should just revisit real quick to see whether or not this guy's facing jail time and, and where things end up. Yeah. I, do we know anything? Is it just too early to know what's going to happen? Like, do we know what he's been charged with? Mm, I don't have the uh, details for where it's all landed. Okay. All good. It feels like one of these fun segments we can drop back in on from time yeah, to time. We'll revisit this. We're, Cause I feel like they're uh, not, they're not going here. away. They haven't stolen enough money to go away for like 60 years or anything like they're they'll do some time. But this definitely feels like there's a redemption arc coming. And I, I really Wait. hope we're here for it. Yeah. And with good behavior and uh, presumably being white, they'll probably not really do much time at all. And they'll get time served after they spend like eight months waiting for their trial on house arrest or something stupid. Here's kind of a summary just real quick. So it says from June 2020. 20- 
June 2022 to April 2023, nearly $3.2 million was raised from over 300 individuals to invest in index coin. However, according to the complaint, the currency was essentially worthless and illiquid. Most investors have allegedly lost their funds, while the defendants are accused of using the money to fund a lavish lifestyle. If proven, the allegations would represent violations of fraud and licensing provisions of Colorado security laws. The commissioner is seeking damage for harmed investors as well as legal action over misused funds. He warned that new cryptocurrencies and exchanges can easily be created, but consumers should exercise caution due to the risks involved. TBD. Yeah, they're charged with fraud. (laughs) Sounds like it. I'm also curious what happened. They they took 1.3 or 1.2 million dollars. What happened to the other like almost two million dollars that this thing supposedly raised? Do we know? Was it just exchanged? I haven't said anything about it. So. Reinvested. Okay. That was reinvested. They just kept the 1.3 mil. They reinvested mm-hmm. the rest into in, getting in their what? fraudulent coin. They planted throw. those seeds in random so holes confused. across of all of Colorado. What state were they from? <laughs> Colorado. Yeah, it's like ran, they just like randomly buried it and, and right. made a little treasure map for themselves so they can pick it up later. It, is it uh, is it Colorado Springs? I just feel like, like when you hear about weird faith stuff happening in Colorado, it's always Colorado Springs. Hmm. That is like, where focus on the family is. Is, it uh, is. I, I just don't from. feel like Denver would allow this to fly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I could see uh, it not picking up the same momentum in Denver. Um, I think it's Denver. Denver pastor. Oh. Yep. Hell yeah. Well, good for them uh, for making big moves in Denver. And and that's cool. I mean, they did something different. They came on strong. They duped a new group of people. So I'm kind of proud of them. Um, But they didn't get away with it. So ultimately, uh, that sucks. That sucks for them. Do you feel bad for the people that he uh, that they scammed? I think I'm past having any sort of tank. Uh, for empathy for people who get scammed at this point i it sucks i would hate to get scammed um but i just it's like when you hear about anything that happens across the globe and you go i hear that and i know that that's sad but i don't have any feelings about it and just sam did you vote for bernie in any primaries recently no well, yeah, not recently. He hasn't. He hasn't been in me. I was just. I was just gonna. I thought you were asking if I'm writing not. Bernie in for uh, anything. No, no, just people getting scammed by the establishment. Uh, just felt that, like it would be fun. Is that is uh is this guy the is Grace Coin, uh, the establishment? <laughs> no, no. I, when it comes to crypto, I don't know what would be the establishment. I mean, they're all scammers too. Like was Sam Bankman Freed, like. FTX was pretty much the establishment of crypto, and it turns out he's also a Ponzi schemer. It's all Ponzi schemes, all it's crazy. The way down. It's crazy that someone who, like you said, was like part of the quote unquote establishment for that, uh, for for crypto. It's like for that to go belly up in as hard and fast as it did. It goes, what are we even? What are we doing? Why are we trusting? I mean, our our whole system sucks anyway. Our finance system's trash. It just makes rich people richer. We know everything's terrible. Uh, like, why are we just trying to make more terrible things? I don't know. I want like an IDF coin. Yeah. Something that voices my support for the Israeli defense. Okay. Well, you know, 
You could do that just by voting for Biden uh, in any upcoming elections. (laughs) 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 That's how I. That's how I plan to vote for Netanyahu is by voting for Biden. Yeah, it's a one for one exchange. Better than Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, that has been uh, uh, a muddled and disorganized story of uh the regalados and we will keep an eye on their progress see where they end up um, invite them on the podcast i'm gonna keep an eye open for some new uh new update videos wouldn't it be fun if they had like a disgruntled son or daughter that was like 16 and hated them that would come on and just like <laughs> trash them that'd be sick like former uh, business partners or something like it does feel like this is ripe for discovery. The discovery process is really good for the juicy tidbits. Cause I actually, I just, love... there's so many questions like what servers, what were they hosting? Where did the rest of the money go? Did anyone ever successfully trade any of index coin? Was it even tradable or are they just like emailing people, digital certificates that say, congratulations, you own a cryptocurrency because they're stupid. Like I want to know all of this. It's like getting a free pizza at Chuck E. Cheese. It's just in your email with a barcode that probably won't scan when you get there. I I would love for his wife to uh to do the whole you duped me thing and then like leave him and try to like find her exit oh. plan. And Dude, just... when they turn on each other, yeah. that's what I'm waiting. Yeah, oh, that would be, be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that just happens. let them scrap it out. Yeah, that would be the best. She starts doing podcasts to talk about it. Just throws him under the bus for everything. That'd be so good. Yeah, she's just like Kellyanne Conway's daughter. <laughs> I'd love to talk to her. Yeah. Well, if you like the show, share it with your friends and uh, leave us a review. Don't forget we got a Discord, and you can join up there and uh, share stories and whatnot. So find that in our Instagram bio, and uh, yeah, we will talk to you next time. Bye.